Imagine if you could sit down at your desk in the morning, piping hot coffee in hand, you could pop open your laptop, double click on a document on your desktop that says life plan, so you could check on what's happening this week, this month, or even this year. Well, I wanna help you create that plan. Let's spend five days together making a roadmap for your future so that you can live all the rest of your days on purpose. Yes, you can own the future that's coming your way. The five-day Own Your Future Challenge is absolutely free to join, and I've got a spot with your name on it. Don't let another week, month, year, or even decade pass you by without owning the vision for who you want to become and the impact you want to make while you're alive. This is five free days of learning from incredible world leaders, helping you to uncover who you truly are and leading you to craft a roadmap and set goals aligned with the future meant for you. This is important. Join me and other amazing global leaders and experts to help you own your future starting May 11th. You can join right now for free at jennaschallenge.com. That's jennaschallenge.com for the five-day Own Your Future Challenge. I can't wait to see you there. You're listening to The Gold Digger Podcast, episode number 226. This guest has been featured in Forbes, Family Circle, Better Homes and Gardens, Good Housekeeping, and HGTV.com, just to name a few. And her products are carried in over 800 retail outlets across the world. And guys, we're going to talk about this because it's actually really interesting. But the kicker is, is that her product is a once a year purchase. Now, Emily Lay is the founder of Simplified, a brand of planners and organizational tools for busy women. Emily could teach us about so many things, and she does, but today I really wanted to focus on the one thing that she does so well, and that is educating her clientele on not only why they need her product, but how to use it to its best ability, which keeps them coming back for more. Now, if you're wondering, like, how can I educate my potential clients about why they should choose you over anyone else, Emily is going to teach us how to stick out among the masses to create a following around your business and how to truly turn followers into raving fans. She is incredible at this. Now, before we dive in, today's review is from Paderple Bell and it's titled Love, Love, Love. It's a five-star review and it says, I have been listening to the Gold Digger podcast for about a month now, and during this time, I have learned so much. Jenna is so real and relatable. Her guests have so much to bring to the table that I find myself listening to interviews that don't always pertain to my current goals, but I always find worth. Thank you, Jenna. Your podcast is as amazing as you are. Thank you so much for all of you guys leaving reviews. It is the number one way that you can help support this show. So make sure that you are subscribed so that you don't miss a single episode. And if you have a minute today, leave a review. It truly helps get Gold Digger out into this world. And it really helps us land amazing guests like Emily Lay. So without further ado, let's dive on into today's episode. You're listening to the Gold Digger Podcast, where we firmly believe that work doesn't have to feel like work. Self-made millionaire and marketing guru Jenna Kutcher will help you redefine what success looks like. It's time to hear from the experts, listen in on honest conversations, and learn the best tips and tricks that helped others pave their own way and craft their dream career. 
If you're ready to dig in, do the work, and tackle your biggest goals, you're in the right place. Here's your host, educator, photographer, and mac and cheese lover, Jenna Kutcher. Thanks to LinkedIn for supporting Gold Digger. Find the right people for your business this year at linkedin.com slash golddigger and get $50 off your first job posting. That's linkedin.com slash golddigger to get $50 off your first job post. linkedin.com slash golddigger. Terms and conditions apply. Get the key takeaways from thousands of nonfiction books in 15 minutes with Blinkist. Go to Blinkist.com slash Goldigger to start your free seven-day trial. That's B-L-I-N-K-I-S-T dot com slash Goldigger to start your free seven-day trial. Thank you to Grammarly for supporting the Gold Digger podcast. Grammarly is a communication tool that helps people improve their writing to be mistake-free, clear, and effective. Start writing confidently by going to Grammarly.com slash Gold Digger to get 20% off a Grammarly premium account today. Oh, Emily, it is about time that we got you on the show. <laughs> I am so, so excited to hang out with you today. And Hi. I just messaged you because you were in Hawaii Target stores. I'm shopping and I'm like, <laughs> babe, babe, this girl is going to be on my podcast and um, I love her. So welcome to the Gold Digger podcast. Thank you. What we a dream. So excited. Well, <laughs> Let's paint the picture of who Emily Lay is beyond the products on the beautiful end caps at Target. Tell me a little bit about you, your journey, what you create, and kind of how you got to where you are today. Yeah. Oh, goodness. I got started in business 10 years ago. I was climbing the corporate ladder and had the master's degree and was doing all the things that, you know, you're supposed to do. And I was just miserable and really wanted to be a mom. And my husband and I were newlyweds at the time. And I said, you know what? I am just going to start this little thing and see where it goes. And over the years, I got really specific and decided to embrace this weird side of me that is forever questioning why everything is so complicated. Like <laughs> I would always get in trouble like, okay, I know that you want me to do this as a child, but why are we doing it this way? Because it's very complicated. So my husband and I, I had our first child, Brady. We have three kids now, but I'll tell you about the other two in a minute. Brady was born in 2008, and I found myself just completely overwhelmed trying to run a graphic design business and love this amazing little bundle of joy that was, you know, much prayed for and hoped for. And I decided that I needed a tool to kind of help me do life well. Because in my head, like every other woman out there was beautiful and tall and had amazing, you know, meals every day at six o'clock on the table, <laughs> six inch heels, perfect hair. And I was like floundering with laundry all over my bed. And I told my husband, you know, I think I'm going to get really specific here in my business and make a planner. And he was like, are you crazy? <laughs> the world <laughs> out there like is not all about this. Like we have iCal and all that stuff. And I said, no, I really think a tool to help women simplify their lives would be really amazing. And so the Simplified Planner was born. And now I am the, so I'm the founder of a brand called Simplified, and we make organizational tools for women who are very busy. And the Simplified Planner is our signature product, and it is out, you know, everywhere. And yes, we've been in Target now, and 
Office Depot and Staples. And it's just absolutely crazy. And the other side of my story is that my my twins. So my husband and I dealt with many, many years of infertility and through the miracle of IVF became parents to a little boy and a little girl. We now have three kids. So Caroline and Tyler were born in 2015. And since then, I've become an author and been able to kind of write out my story and and share a lot about, uh, you know, what we went through to become parents. And also this, you know, thing that I've dealt with in my life where I've kind of chased perfection over the years and tried to have it all together. So it's, it's crazy. I don't, I do a whole lot of things. And sometimes I'm like, <laughs> when am I going to sleep? <laughs> right. it's, it's so much fun. And I just feel, I don't know, I feel lucky to be able to have a job that um, really, I feel like really serves others, but also is really helping me live a life that I'm really happy about. So yeah, it's a lot. Yeah. Love that. Okay. So I have to know because I was just like you in the corporate world, hated it, like climbing a ladder I didn't even want to climb. So what did that transition look like for you? Was it because you were starting a family that you transitioned out? Was it because you had the idea? What did that kind of pivot look like for you? You know, my mom was a teacher and she always had flexibility as a mom to, you know, be at things for us kids and to also pursue her career. And I searched and searched and wanted to find something like that. I literally had an existential crisis when I was trying to decide <laughs> my major because I was like, I'm choosing my life path. I'm choosing how available I'm going to be to my family. Like, this is a big deal. And I ended up majoring in English, getting a master's degree in nonprofit management. And I felt like going into the nonprofit world was the only way to help people in ways that I was spiritually gifted in. And I just wasn't happy. And I was a newlywed and I knew that we wanted children soonish. And I told my husband, you know, I want to be creative. I want a job that gives me flexibility. And I'm just going to start this little thing on the side. It's always really funny. We start little things on the side that become like, <laughs> like I'm going to start this little business to have like to work 20 hours a week. And then you end up working 120 hours a week. Mm-hmm. And that's what happened. It just kind of grew and I fell in love with it. And I worked that job plus my full-time job at the University of South Florida for two years and kind of got that thing off the ground and then finally took the leap to do it full-time. So I think the number one question I get asked from people is, how do you know when it's time to take the leap? So walk me through that decision, because I think it looks different for everyone, which is beautiful. But when was the time where you were like, I am handing in my notice and I am going to go for it? (laughs) You know, from day one, I was like, Brian, my husband, I can do this. Like, please just agree that this is a good decision for our little (laughs) tiny family of two and say it's cool if I quit my job. And he was like... Like, Emily, remember, we have to be smart about this. And also, we had committed to running a debt-free company mm-hmm. from the very, very beginning. We invested absolutely nothing in the company and just bootstrapped it the whole way. And finally, we just got to a point where the numbers made sense. And he was like, you know, I feel like financially, this might be a smart move for you to take a bit of a pay cut from, you know, leaving corporate America, but to do something you're really passionate about, to be available for, you know, kids one day. You know what's funny? I actually found out I was pregnant the day I quit my job. Stop. But really? like in backward order. So <laughs> I quit my job and then found out I was 
pregnant. You're like, wait, was this a mistake or was? Oh my goodness, <laughs> what did I just do? <laughs> so it was a it was a little scary, but you know, you get your ducks in a row and you take the leap, and it just kind of fell into place. And by the way, I'm the kind of person like, show me a challenge, and I will punch it in the face. So, I mean, I stayed up and all hours of the night, I worked all the time, I took every opportunity and said yes to way too many things, but but we got it to a place where it supported, you know, our little family at least a bit and just continued to grow and grow and grow. And when we started to get very I say we, it was just me. When I started to get very specific about what the company was about and what we were doing, that's when it started to really grow fast. That's what I think is so cool too, because it's like when you take a leap of faith like that and you can like invest all of your time into it. You're not split between the nine to five and then you're burning the candle on both ends. It's like, how can you not be successful? Like the success rate has to skyrocket when you are all in because your skin is on the line and it's like a make it or break it. And I feel like for people that are bold enough to step into that, it's like, man, you are about to do some really big things. Yes, absolutely. Totally. I love that. Okay. So I have to know, like, what was Emily like when she was a kid? Were you always type (laughs) A planner, like making lists, working on your handwriting? What were you like? I was, I was, a really good girl. Like I really (laughs) wanted to impress everybody. I wanted to do everything. I was very busy. I remember my grandmother used to always tell me to be still, like literally sit down and be still, but also, you know, biblically like be still and, and just calm down for a little bit and, and see what's going on all around you. So I was busy. I was bossy. (laughs) My parents say that I used to cut paper and set up little shops in our living room and sell bookmarks, but like legitimately like, okay, guys, pony up. Where's the, where's the money? So I was an entrepreneur, I think early on, but yeah, I just was a, I don't know. I just really was a high achiever. Like I really, really set big goals for myself and kind of went after him and felt like nothing would ever knock me down. And that was my whole life. I never, I mean, this sounds terrible. I never really failed it very much until I got engaged and got unengaged. And yeah, that was the first time I felt like things kind of fell apart. And then didn't marry that guy. Thank goodness. My husband and I also went through infertility. And uh, that was another time that I was like, oh, wait, like life isn't perfect and it's hard. And, you know, sometimes you got to go through hard stuff to get to the good stuff. Yeah. Oh, for sure. And I think everyone has it. It just, we were saying before, you know, it looks different for everyone, but there's so much like power and connection in that piece of things. And it's just like, I feel like every single story I hear, there's always that spot where you just are stretched so much more in the valleys than you are at the peaks, you know? Right. Yes. So much more. So crazy. Okay. So let's talk about your planners because one of the things that I admire about you so much, and I have watched you for years do this, is that you educate people so well on how to use your product. And that's what we're going to dig into. But first, I want to know, like, how the heck did you believe in yourself that you could break (laughs) into this market that is so saturated? There are so many planners out there. So many planners. So what did you believe was different about what you were putting out there? You know, back when I got started with the Simplify Planner, there were 
the big planner companies. Over the last couple years, the smaller brands have really, really exploded. But mm-hmm. back then it was like, you know, the planners that we saw when we walked through the stores with our moms as kids and looked through them all. That was my favorite thing to do. <laughs> but, you know, I was, it came out of a need that I had, like a problem where I went out, you know, I had Brady and I had this business that I was trying to run and I just went out looking for a solution. And I went to a store and was like, help. I need a planner. I need an organizer. I need something that is going to help me get my life together and help it make sense and help me do it well. I wanted to do all the things and I wanted to do all the things really well. So I knew that if I found a planner or something, it would help me do it. But every planner I picked up had like boxes to check about you know, how many glasses of water you had that day and your budget and, you know, just so many things. And I picked those planners up and all I could feel was like a failure. Like I don't drink enough water. I blow my budget sometimes. So I knew that I wanted a tool that was simple. And back to that girl that I've always been where I've always said like, why does this have to be so complicated? Isn't there an easier way of doing X, Y, or Z? I thought, isn't there an easier planner? And what if a planner just managed my schedule and my to-do list and that's it? And so I got a binder and some paper and just kind of mocked it up and it was born out of that. But that being said, my mom is the OG. Like she is the original (laughs) organizer. She was a teacher, a mom of two. There were two working parents in our house. You know, my dad worked and she worked and she just made it look so effortless for us kids. I remember when I moved out on my own and I was like, I called her from the grocery store and I was like, I have to pay for toilet paper. What in the world? (laughs) Also, how do you make scrambled eggs? Because I don't understand. She just you know, we always had dinner together. We were involved in extracurricular things and she just did it with ease. And she had so many tricks up her sleeve and ways of doing things that she shared with me along the way that just inspired me in my own ways of thinking. And also, you know, she's allowed me to share with others as well. So much of A Simplified Life, my second book was inspired by her because she just found so many ways and, and, you know, all different areas of life to make it easier. So I had confidence, I really think from her and also just, I've found ways in my own life to make things easier, more automated, more streamlined. I can remember being a kid and a family member coming over and my mom was helping me clean my room. And I was probably like, I don't know, nine or 10 or something. And my mom would make a big deal about like clean your room day. And she would put notes in my lunchbox and be like, Saturday, we're going to make breakfast. And then we're going to go in your room. We're going to turn on the music and open the windows. It's going to be so fun. And at the end of the day, we are, you were going to have a brand new fresh space. And I would get so excited about it. And my, I remember this family member coming over and we were like under my bed, digging out all the junk I'd stuffed under there. And I remember her saying to my mom, why are you helping her? Why don't you just tell her to go clean her room? And my mom said, because you have to teach her. Like people aren't born knowing how to organize or knowing how to, you know, do certain things. And, and she taught me. And so I felt like maybe there's something to that. Maybe not everybody's mom did that. And maybe there's ways that we can share and inspire, you know, other women to really just simplify their lives and make it easier so they can spend more time on the stuff they really care about. I love that. 
I think what's so cool, too, about what you've done is it would have been really easy back in the day when you're getting started to walk through Target, see the few brands that were killing it and be like, eh, it's already been done, even yeah. though it wasn't done the way you wanted it to be done and just right. kind of written it off. And I feel like so often people have these dreams and they're like, oh, somebody else is already doing something like that and they oh. don't pursue it. But it's, I mean, it's kind of crazy. You've turned this into your career. Yeah, it is crazy. <laughs> it's so true. You know? It is so true. But you know, it's a dream. Like this is the stuff I care so much about. And I, I also, I think that there's a secret sauce that we have. And that is that I have a team of eight now. And for a long time, it was just me in my you know living room packing boxes. But I... I tell them all the time, the day we run and plan our company is the day we pack this up. This is way too much work for us to just be schlepping office supplies. So for us, it's about so much more than that. And so we infuse every single thing we do with more value than is required of a planner company, you know, from things like we send monthly free coaching to all of our planner purchasers from our website. We send them video coaching from me every single month about everything from meal planning to organizing your home and decluttering and that kind of thing. But taking it a step further than any other planner brand I believe has ever done set us apart and continues to set us apart that when you purchase a planner from us, you're not just making a transaction, you're becoming part of something. And we're going to walk you through those 12 months of what you're signing up for. Otherwise, a planner is not going to change your life ever, especially if it sits on a shelf. If you just kind of use it, then fine. It will be a great like day manager. But if you really want to make a change in your life, we're here for you. And we want you to be part of what we're doing. So it's fun. Okay. So let's break this down because one thing I'm so curious about is like the pressure of having a once a year product. <laughs> right. You have to create this baller new planner every year <laughs> and you have this certain period of time where it's almost like you're racing against the clock to get into people's hands before that new year happens. So talk to me a little bit about that because you've kind of transformed it so that that's not entirely true for you. But in right. that industry, that is kind of a lie that you could easily believe. Yeah. So I always tell my team, it's like we're selling food, like we're selling tomatoes. Like it expires. Gonna <laughs> it's going to expire. And then it's worth absolutely nothing when it's expired. You know, it is hard. And every couple of years we try and really shake it up. I, gosh, maybe four years ago, hired Whitney Hawkins, who's our creative director. And she brought this really fun flair to what our designs look like. And then just this year, we hired Jessa Bray, who brought just a whole nother side to what we're all about. So just continuing to grow and like push the envelope and get better and more specific and broader, reach more people. I really think that's how you do that, you know, because it can be scary. Like, and cash flow is a whole other thing, <laughs> especially trying to run a debt-free company when you're trying to like really bankroll. That's hard. It's it's super hard. And we've had some really, really hard times we've had to walk through trying to stay committed to being debt-free, but also having this once a year, twice a year product, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah. So what is your like crazy season? Because I feel like it would it be fourth quarter for you mostly? We have three big times a year. So 
<laughs> it's second, third, and fourth quarter. Oh, so the gosh. first quarter of the year is when it's a little quieter. And that's when I tend to write or do other things like that. But we do a spring launch in April. And then we do a fall launch in September. And then we do uh, Black Friday, Cyber Monday is a really, really, really busy, busy time because we're gearing up for January 1st, which is when everyone is really, really focused on planners and fresh starts and all of that. Thanks to Grammarly for supporting the Gold Digger podcast today. They encourage everyone, even the best students and top professionals, to use Grammarly to do their best work and to accomplish even more of their goals. Start off the new year by easily improving yourself and your communication at school, work, and almost anywhere with Grammarly. Grammarly is available on multiple browsers like Chrome, Firefox, Safari, and Edge, and it's on platforms like your iPhone or Android phone and your Windows or Mac computers. They're free product reviews, critical spelling and grammar, and Grammarly Premium looks out for all of that plus advanced punctuation, structure, style within context, vocabulary suggestions, conciseness, and readability for different occasions. Writing a business proposal or an academic essay is different than writing a casual blog post, right? Grammarly can help with all of them. My team writes a lot of content, which is why we use Grammarly Premium to make sure everything that goes out to you is spelled, punctuated, and all around written correctly. These days, no one forgets a spelling error on the internet and Grammarly has saved us from it all. Go to Grammarly.com slash Gold Digger to get 20% off your Grammarly premium account today. That's Grammarly.com slash Gold Digger for 20% off your Grammarly premium account. What if you could absorb the knowledge from the top nonfiction and business books in just 15 minutes? Blinkist is the only app that makes it possible to read or listen to key takeaways and need to know information from books by Dale Carnegie, Gary Vaynerchuk, Michelle Obama, and more in just 15 minutes. Blinkist is made for people with full days who want to get the main points of books quickly without reading it cover to cover. With an audio feature, Blinkist makes it so easy to finish four books a day even if you are on the go. 8 million people are using Blinkist right now and it has a massive and growing library from self-help to business and even health and history books. I like to use Blinkist in a unique way as a refresher course. I've tackled my share of business books since the start of my entrepreneurial journey and every now and then I want to remind myself of the things that I learned from the great minds of business. Books like The 4-Hour Workweek by Tim Ferriss and Pitch Anything by Oren Claff are condensed down to 15 minutes so you can read before you even finish your coffee. Go to Blinkist.com slash Gold Digger to start your free seven-day trial. That's B-L-I-N-K-I-S-T dot com slash Gold Digger and start your free seven-day trial. We're well into 2019 and I know that you're setting goals to make sure it will be a big year for you and for your business. Making that perfect hire can help set your team up for success, but where do you even find that person? You can post on a job board and hope the right person will apply, but why leave it to chance when you can post your job where people go every day to make connections, grow in their career, and discover job opportunities? Post your job on LinkedIn. Most LinkedIn members aren't checking job boards regularly, but 9 out of 10 LinkedIn members are open to and interested in new opportunities like yours. With most of the U.S 
U.S. workforce on LinkedIn, posting on LinkedIn is the best way to get your job opportunity in front of the right people, people with the right skills and background for your role who are also ready for something new. That's actually how I found my new podcast manager, and I can truly say it was the best way to find a person who will help you grow your business. And why a new hire is made every eight seconds using LinkedIn. Find the right people for your business this year at linkedin.com slash gold digger and get $50 off your first job post. That's linkedin.com slash gold digger to get $50 off your first job post. LinkedIn.com slash gold digger. Terms and conditions apply. Okay, so let's talk about how you stand out from the masses. Like, are there any tricks to making a customer actually need your planner when they have so many different options out there? Any tricks up your sleeve? Well, I think it's all about building community. You know, in 2016, it was the end of 2016, I had just released my first book, Grace Not Perfection, and I had been on 48 airplanes that year. I had infant twins. I was in Forbes magazine. Like it was a big, it was a big, big, big year. And our company was growing too fast. And I remember I had just finished reading Shauna Nequest's book, Present Over Perfect. And such a good book, by the way, if anybody hasn't read it yet. I was laying in my bed. And I was crying and my husband came in and he was like, what are you crying about? <laughs> All these amazing things are happening. No tears. We are not crying. And I said, I am so overwhelmed and I'm so unhappy. And this feels anything but simplified. And he was like, okay, what are we going to do about it? And I was remembered this story from Shauna. She talked about an older pastor and a younger pastor discussing their churches. Yes, I love this. You know, you yes. just the chairs, right? Yes. I mean, I've told this story so many times and everyone's always like, the chairs. Yes. <laughs> no. Oh, it's just so good. The older pastor is talking about his kind of medium-sized church that's been around for a long time. And this younger pastor is talking about this mega church that's just growing and growing and growing. And he keeps saying, this church has grown so fast. It's so, it's packed. It's so full. We keep adding things and, and all this. And the, the older pastor says, no, you get to claim that. Like you, you did that. And he said, no, no, we didn't. It just happened. And he said, no, you kept putting out the chairs. Like you are responsible for the growth of what happened here. You kept putting out the chairs. So I looked at my husband and I was like, I got to take down some chairs. <laughs> and too many chairs. Too many too chairs. Many chairs. <laughs> so we had grown really, really wide. And my vision was to grow deep. And what that means is we were in 800 retail stores around the world. 800. Like, sounds so good in my bio. Carried in 800 stores around the world. (laughs) But like painful, painful, painful personally to deal with all of that, to travel so much, to be, to have a team that was spending 90% of their time answering questions and working with retail store owners rather than the women we were trying to serve we had this like middle person and my husband and I both knew he was like, you've got to cut wholesale. And it was 40% of our revenue, 40. And I, we were smart and we sat down and we crunched numbers until my fingers hurt looking at what our profit margin was on a planner sold in our online store. And then what our profit margin was selling it to a retail store, like that type of a retail store. The whole target thing is different and I'll address that in a minute, but like selling to a retail store in a wholesale manner was about half what it was in our online store. And I remember, you know, just doing some of this deep digging and looking up at him and saying, 
what's wrong here isn't necessarily the finances of it all. It's that this isn't what we set out to do. Like we're not serving our community and what we are best at and what we love to do is connecting with women, creating community, serving them well, interacting and engaging with them. And the only way to do that is to cut this middleman out and to go back to that and to stop traveling so much, to stop being spread so thin. So we did it and we made a lot of people really sad. I had some really hard conversations. I was afraid my publisher was going to just drop me. They didn't, thank goodness. They were intrigued, Mm -hmm. (laughs) but now are thrilled with what we did. We grew our company over and beyond where we were that year by 30%. So It was just crazy. And it was such a good decision because I really think the trick to that, you know, to keeping people coming back, to keeping them needing this particular product is engagement and community and connecting with them and client experience and not just being transactional. No one cares about being transactional. If someone will buy something from you and they will never come back. And with ours being the type of product it is, we want them to come back year after year. And our returning customer rate is really, really good because of the way we take care of people. And I think the way that we build, you know, that community. Now, when the target opportunity came along, I declined it at first. I don't think I've ever said that out loud. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I did. They, the company that offered us the opportunity is called ACO, and that stands for American Clip Company. They created the paperclip, so they've been around a little bit. They own the brand At a Glance, which is the planners I used to use as you know a kid or young adult. And I was so honored and just flattered that they came to us. But I said, I don't want to get back into this whole, we have a middle, a middle ground place. And so I declined it. And then I got to know the people there and they came back to me and they were like, no, we know what you're doing. We get what you are doing with community and building community. And so we want to help you do that. We want, we want to make the work on your end minimal in terms of you guys, you know, we design the product, we help with the marketing and that's it. They manage all of the relationships, all of the you know production aspects and all of that. We just get to be connected to the actual customers via social media, via in-store events and things like that. So they helped us reach more people with a line totally different than our signature line in our shop. But, you know, they helped us you know, connect those dots with community in a way that we weren't able to do on our own. So I think for us, we just always have to go back to that place of like, why are we doing this in the first place? And if it doesn't meet that, then don't do it. We just say no. Right. And I think what is so powerful about what you just said, I mean, there's so much of what you just said, but I feel like when you were like, it sounds so good on a resume or on your bio, (laughs) but all of a sudden you're like, whoa, like this is not what I intended to build. Like I wanted to simplify other people's lives, but also my own. Right. All of a sudden, it's like, you know, some of the people that teach like being present and all of this stuff are like the least present people I know. Yes. Agreed. We're teaching people what we wish we knew, what we wish we could practice. And so often it's like, holy cow, it takes this like moment of like rock bottom or like, you know, like just something that snaps you awake again. It's like, no, 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 this is not right. And I feel like I hate that part as an educator because so many of us have those, you know, rock bottom stories. And you're like, I don't want you to hit that point. But sometimes 
but it's so good. necessary to yeah. take a step back. <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay. So one of the things I think you are brilliant, like absolutely brilliant at is educating your clients on how to use your product. And I yes. think that this is so smart because so many people, just like you were talking about, focus on just getting that initial transaction, but your follow up and follow through and the way that you serve people is what keeps them coming back. And we all know it's way cheaper to keep a customer than to acquire a new one. So can you share a little bit about like how you educate your clients to get results using your products? Yeah. One of the ways we do that is with the monthly coaching that we send out. We, you know, obviously we use social media and email and all of that, but my team, they're so good. They're smarter than me. And they will often be like, okay, Emily, you have this cool idea for this cool thing that you want to do that you want to put out there. Let's say it's a product, like an ancillary product to the planner. And they'll be like, what if we just made it for free? And I'm like, wait, what? Guys, running a business here. And they're like, no. <laughs> like one of the things was the simplicity challenge. So we do this big simplicity challenge in January every year. And it is one step every single day to simplify your life. And by the end of the 30 days, you will notice a marked difference. And every single step takes $0 in less than 15 minutes. And I thought it would make a really cool book that we could sell on our website. And my team was like, no, what if we just made this for free and we put it out there and it was just another way that our customers who are already purchasing our products can feel engaged with us, can continue to implement these ideals that we're teaching into their lives. And I was like, of course you're right. <laughs> and so it is, we, we do a lot of things at no cost to just continue to connect and engage with people and, and educate them. Because if you educate them on how to use your product, they will get the max reward out of that. And not only are they going to come back, they're going to tell all their friends, you know, and that's really, really valuable. I love that. What has been like your biggest learning moment in educating others? Because I think sometimes when we create, it's just so common sense for us. And then you're like, wait a second, this didn't make sense. Do you have you had any like eye opening moments about your product or the way people are using it where you're like, oh, I never thought about that before? Yeah. I mean, well, one of them's pretty big. When I was writing Grace Not Perfection, I had an amazing editor and I still work with her now. She was reading Grace Not Perfection, which is a lot about organizing and simplifying and all of that stuff. And the first draft, she came back to me and she was like, I want you to revisit this whole thing. And I want you, and I was like, oh, good. Um, (laughs) She was like, I want you to read this again. And I want you to consider that you are a single mom, 21 years old, you know, working part-time to support your family and also take care of your kids you're in a much different place than you, Emily, who comes from, you know, a family that, you know, you have, you have a husband who works, you have, you know, you're educated, you have, you know, all these things. Let's pretend you're someone completely different than you in a different season of life. And she wrote out all these scenarios. Think about it if you are an empty nester whose kids have left the nest. Think about it if you're that woman who lives in a great big city and wanted to have kids and never could. Think about it if you're them and how does this make you feel and how is this applicable? And I'm telling you what, I I about rewrote the whole thing. It was such an eye opener to me. And I want to, like, I think about it multiple times every single day that it's easy to design or write or create and 
preach to yourself and to come at something from your point of view and who you are and whatever, you know, lifestyle or season of life you are in. But when you're creating for lots of people, you know, even if it's not lots of people, there's so many different types of scenarios to consider and seasons of life and just all kinds of things. And so we really, when that happened, I took a step back from the business and said, how can we be better? Like, how can we do a better job of serving people who aren't just like me, you know? And it was, I almost felt silly that I'd never really thought about it in depth before. I'd considered it, but not like really, really in depth. And we did a lot of things where we started doing surveys and a lot more meet and greets and book signings. And like, I got to really know our customers and who they are. And they are so different. And that inspires me now. And it makes me want to do things differently. And like, that was a game changer, a total game changer for us. I love that. I think it's so powerful too, because there's so many exercises online of like your ideal client avatar and all these things. Oh, yes. And we paint yeah. these like pictures of like Lauren Conrad buying our products. <laughs> when really it's like, no, no, no. Like we have to take a step back and like truly, truly understand the pain points. Like it's not just yeah. a bulleted list. Like it's actual things that we have the ability to solve if we can understand them not just from what our life experience has given us, but from where other people are coming from. And I I think that is so powerful. And I think too, I love that you shared that, like you had to get out and meet people again, because a lot of times online businesses, we have this like veil of separation. We have screens between us and, you know, you can so easily get disconnected from your consumer. So I think that is so, so, so powerful. Totally. I love that. Okay. So talk to me now. I have to be totally honest. I suck at using planners and it's hilarious because (laughs) I actually buy like planners for my team. My team ends up getting all of these planners because I get sent so many different planners to try. Yes. And I just fail miserably. And I don't know if it's just my personality, if it's like the fact that I think I can keep things in my brain, which is not going to last with this mom life (laughs) thing. Can you give me any tips or like any pieces of advice for someone that yes. isn't a planner person that wants to become one? Yes. Okay. I'm going to give you an example okay. and it's laundry because laundry is the bane of my existence <laughs> with three kids and I hate doing it. I don't, my husband is an immaculate clothes folder. So I feel like I have a, a little bit of a leg up, but I do a little load of laundry every day. And when you do a little bit every day and you create a system or a routine in your life and you just, it's hard at first and you're like, this is weird, you know, doing laundry every day. But when you do it and it becomes part of everyday life, you find you don't have that total overwhelming moment of, you know, 16 loads to do on Sunday. (laughs) And so I have found that with a planner, you just have to work it into your life the same way you would, you would work in like, working out every day. Wouldn't that be nice? (laughs) Um, Or like brushing your teeth every day. You know, if you work it into your life as a system, it really works. Now, I also think a lot of people believe there's a one size fits all solution. And it probably could be easy to look at a planner company or a person who works for a planner company and say, okay, I have to use that planner every single day, all day, or I have failed. And I can't use any other system with it. I just have to use that. And if it doesn't work for me, then I have to move on and try something else. And that's why we all have, you know, 13 planners sitting on our shelves. (laughs) I am very open about the fact that I use iCal too. 
because I have to. My brain works really well. I like that I can have like repeating events and things like that in iCal. And so I have this system where I use iCal all the time. And on Sunday nights, I sit down and I transfer everything into my planner. And then from then on out, I'm working out of my planner and any changes that get made, get made just right there. Unless somebody on my team needs to know, which is following my iCal. And it works for me. I've been doing it for years. I figured it out just because I tried a lot of different things, but you just have to find something that works for you. And not, I don't think we have to figure that there's like a one size fits all perfect solution. It just has to be what works for you and your family. You know, I know I will get there and I think it'll become a necessity that I get there. Right? <laughs> but it is funny because it's like, I will like start a planner and I will like yes. get so gung ho and I'll write everything in there. The best of intentions. Yes. And then it just yes. sits on my shelf and I'm like, shoot, I did it again and then I feel like a failure. And I feel like this is the time of year when people feel that way. It's like we set all these ambitious goals for January 1st in the new year. And then a few weeks into the year, we're like, well, crap, I just failed again. This year is already bombed. What would you tell somebody that's feeling that way right now? Oh, you got to give yourself so much grace. I mean... I can't tell you how many times that's happened to me and happens to me. You can start a goal any time of the year. Yes, we're all talking about it this time of year. And yes, we're all excited about it. But like, you can start anytime. There's every day can be a fresh start. And plus, I just I do. I think you have to have a lot of grace with yourself. We're all doing a lot of things, you know. Mm I want to know, what does a day in the life look like for you? I'm just so curious about kind of what your routine is and what it looks like with three kids and this business and a team. Walk me through it a little. You know, it's different every day. We're just now into a good routine. We moved home. We've been in Pensacola now for a few months and we have family nearby. So my days look a lot different than they used to. I also am out of the season of having tiny little kids at home all day long and trying to run a business. Thank you, Jesus. My kids are all in school. They all go to the same school. So they are at school from eight to three, which is like life changing. I work four days a week. Well, I try. I will try to work four days a week. I try to take Fridays to like get my hair done or, you know, have lunch with friends or things like that to kind of keep myself going. I work at night a lot because it's quiet and a lot of times taking Friday off means I have to do that. My husband is super involved and lives, you know, nearby, lives nearby, works nearby. (laughs) He does. He does live in the bed next to (laughs) you. We do. We do live in the same home. He works nearby. And so we have a lot more flexibility now than we used to. And I feel like I have a lot more help than I used to. Anybody who thinks anybody out there is doing life alone, if it looks like they're managing too much alone online, it's probably because they have help. I am so grateful to have our families close and that really makes all the difference in the world. But I would say my day goes, I get up, I get the kids ready. We have that time in the morning. My husband takes them to school and then I start my work day. My whole team of eight, they're all remote. I get asked all the time, like, how in the world do you have an all remote team? And I'm like, because I hired rock stars. Mm -hmm. That's why. They are just women of integrity. I have no idea when they're working. I created this business to have flexibility as a mom. And I give that same, you know, benefit, I guess, to my team. I expect them to choose their family when they 
are faced with a decision and they get their work done. We have a meeting once a week on Mondays and that's when we just kind of regroup and talk about what's going on. We work out of Asana, which I love Asana. It's our project management system. And then we have a massive text thread going <laughs> at all times. <laughs> but it, it really works. I work in an office in my house all by myself and I really like it because I have to do so much writing. But it's a lot of fun. And, you know, it changes. Every week looks different. Sometimes I have to go help with kiddo things. And sometimes work needs me a little more. But I really am glad that we've stuck to this idea of having me have flexibility as a mom because that's what I wanted. I love that. I have a fully remote team as well. And I kind of love it because I think I would feel trapped if I knew people were like, coming to my house every day yes. Like, yes. office hours like that terrifies me right no thank you yeah no, thank yeah you. if I want to go to the Halloween party in the middle of the yeah. day I gotta go nobody asks questions <laughs> I love it so what are you most excited about for 2019 like what are you just pumped up about with this new year Oh my goodness. So many things. Well, I have a new book Yay. coming out. I have a new book coming out in November and I am super excited about it. It's a little bit different than the other two. And I don't know if I can share any details oh yet. Oh my but, gosh, you're killing uh, us. I don't know. follow Emily because we I know. <laughs> I know. I will tell you this. It is about becoming the woman we were all made to be, the women we were all made to be. It's about looking back on that little girl selling her bookmarks in her living room who was loud and bossy. And what happens when she gets quiet? And then what happens when she steps into the woman she was made to be? Not just for me, but for each of you and all of those little girls you used to be. So... I'm, I'm excited. excited too. Oh my gosh, that is amazing. The cover is really pretty. <laughs> of course it is. Of course it is. I cannot thank you enough. This is so exciting. I'm just so thankful to connect with you. It's been super fun. You know those people that you just follow online for years, and it's like yes, it just feels like you. It just feels like a warm friend, and yes. I, it's just such a blessing. So where can everybody find you? Connect with you? Check out your planner. It is not too late to get one for this year if you're right. feeling behind you are not welcome to team jenna kutcher you can start anytime <laughs> give us a place i love it you can follow us on instagram and facebook at emily lay and at simplified and also on our website at emilylay.com amazing um thank you so much for just sharing your story and everything and i cannot wait for this new book thank you this is so much fun that Emily, I tell you, I have watched her walk the walk and talk the talk for years. And it was just so much fun connecting with her today because the truth is, is that there are so many places in her career where she could have turned and said, someone else is already doing it. Or what do I have to offer that's different? But the truth is, is that she continued to stand in that role, knowing that she was creating a solution for not just herself, but for women all over the world. I absolutely love how she shared how she grew too big. I mean, how many people would admit that? I think sometimes when we watch people online and we see them absolutely killing it, we don't realize that sometimes they're killing themselves behind the scenes, that they've grown something that has taken over. And for someone who teaches simplified living, I love that she was honest about that. Like we had to take a step back and say no to things that seemed shiny in order to get back to the heart of our mission. I also loved how she talked about really thinking about who you are speaking to. 
It's not just this ideal client avatar, but it's really getting to the heart of the people that you are creating for and where they are approaching life from. I think so often we kind of mock up this imaginary person in our heads and we create for them. But the truth is is that if we're truly going to create something that is going to change the world, we have to figure out a way to help change the masses. And we have to know each other, right? We have to connect and have that community. Today is Emily's twin's birthday. And so what I would love for you to do is go find her on social media at Emily Lay. Wish her kiddos a happy birthday and let her know how incredible she is because today's episode was nothing short of amazing. Thank you so much for tuning in to the Gold Digger podcast. Until next time, Gold Diggers, keep on digging your biggest goals. Thanks for listening to the Gold Digger podcast. Dive into the show notes for this episode and all past episodes at www.golddiggerpodcast.com. If you love the show, share it with a friend. The more the merrier. Thanks for tuning in. We'll see you next time, you gold digger you.